Hello, 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 listeners at Mackenzie and beyond. You are listening to Project Metropolis's esteemed podcast, A Day in the Life Of. This Tuesday, September the 27th, the weather has dropped to 15 degrees, but we've gathered ourselves here today to remind ourselves that the sun is still shining and a certain nation is still thriving. Ladies and gents, la pièce de la résistance, Madame Gugoyou. Oh, thank you for the introduction. You're very welcome. How are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you. I'm uh, eager to be part of this project. It's amazing to hear. All right, so without further ado, let's get started with first talk of the morning. What time do you wake up? I wake up at 5 a.m. Every day? Every day, yes. And I go to bed at 12 a.m. So (laughs) preparing for my lessons and homework and Moodles and the day of the, the, the work for the day. I'm, and I'm, I'm a morning person. I like to wake up in the morning and get things done in the silence of the house. And they have some fine, to find some time for myself. So 5 a.m. Is the, is the time I wake up. Very nice. But in life, uh, I feel like if you get a good start in the morning, your, life is go- your day is going to be brighter and, and easier. That makes yeah. sense. But with only five hours of sleep, how do you not like act more depressed than your students? We have so many to take care of. Coffee, coffee, coffee. <laughs> I see. All right. So once you're out of bed and you've driven to school, what is the first thing you do when you get to school? <laughs> I'm, I'm coming to my class, open the windows, get the lights on, get the classroom ready for my students. And wait in the door to welcome them with my smile (laughs) and good disposition yes okay optimism so are there any special customs in the math department or in your class specifically such as like you have a test every monday which i know isn't true but that's just an example no i don't think we we have tests scheduled per, per a certain day of the week we try our best in the math department to adjust to the entire schedule of the of the school and we we are aware of all the other extracurricular activities that are happening in the school we are aware of the religious holidays that uh, our students might uh, observe so we try our best to accommodate everyone now lately it's it became so busy and so crowded with people wanting to do all the extracurriculars so it's pretty impossible to make everyone happy so our priorities in terms of scheduling the tests are based on the school the the students interests so we do not have a custom day but unfortunately it looks like that custom day is on a thursday or On a Thursday mainly, yes, I, I noticed because this is the best day. There is not a short day. Uh, there are no many, not too many field trip, uh, you know, um, scheduled, field trip scheduled and so on. So, yeah, it's based on students' interest. Yeah, it's reasonable, I hope. So that's, I think we, I answered that, your question. Yeah. Yeah. All right then. So... What is your favorite day of the week? I don't think I have a favorite day of the week. I think I like every day of the week. I'm, I like life. I like 
how days are rolling. Each day brings you a new challenge. Um, no, I think I all my days are are fine. <laughs> That's so positive. Yeah, and being at school every day, it's. Um, it's uh, among my favorites, my top priorities. You're going to laugh, but yes, I miss during uh, breaks. I miss being at school and interacting with students and being part of the school life. The f- yeah, like so mindfulness. It's mindfulness. Yeah. So you have to, you know, enjoy every day of your life. You don't know everything. Every day gives you some, brings you something. Yes. To enjoy and to be happy about and and to be um how to say so let's move on I'll I'll, I'll remember that (laughs) that word yeah so after you spend the morning at school what is lunchtime usually like for you and the math teacher crazy crazy yeah sometimes I do not get to eat sometimes we don't get to eat in the math department during lunchtime because we have so many other so many extra Mm -hmm. lunches that we offer to our students so we are quite busy um it's fine yes we try to 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 sneak some time for for us going to the washroom especially and you know getting a coffee uh lunch is a little bit hectic but we try to organize it and manage it a little bit better for our health too yes it's better to have a steady schedule yes and you mentioned like doing activities at lunch for students. We know that one of the most prevalent ones is math help at lunch with the renowned pizza. How long has that been going? It's been going for more than 10 years. Like, yeah, yeah like since I started, yes, at McKenzie. So we, we always thought that it's a good idea to, to make some to offer to students some rooms where they feel comfortable to come, they feel comfortable to ask questions. Uh, they eat also. We don't know how many of the students uh, need uh, lunch, you know, and they don't have it. So it's it's a, a good way to support them and to make them feel welcome. And even if they don't want to come, at least to bribe some <laughs> of them with pizza. <laughs> hoping that they're going to be more confident that it's a safe and nice place that where they could find some support it doesn't matter if it's food or extra help or a good word yes or a safe place just to be in there wow. yeah that's like a mini act of philanthropy right there oh it's not it's, it's just part being the part of this community so we have to give back the most the fortunate people have to give back to the community and you know help the others in the community become part of this big community which is Mackenzie. yes very well said what is the best part about teaching math uh the aha moment that's the the best part when uh, i look at students faces and they seem to struggle with some concept and at some moment i could see in their eyes on their on their faces I got it. This is so cool. This is the the best part of teaching math. Yes, and um, former students coming back after years and years, saying, "Thank you for helping me. You know, become the person who I am." And it's not just the math. It's the full package. I'm talking about. It's not about math, 
math is just the subject that I it happens that I teach it's the full package so we are here to, to deal again to create a community to create good people you know good citizens the future pay the future people that are going to pay my for my pension <laughs> yes plan. so <laughs> I have to trust you guys <laughs> yes that's a good way to put it yeah so <laughs> I have to trust you know the people who are going to uh, rule my future yes yeah, so I need to build good characters here we need not only me it's it's way too much to say me it's everyone all the teachers here and um, when did you realize you liked math so much and that you'd like to teach it mm, when I got the aha moment <laughs> <laughs> oh when was that I think it was um, I think it was first in grade eight when I got a great teacher who really knew how to bring the best, you know, in each of his students who, who really thought that everyone is capable of doing math and we're not just a stupid bunch of, you know, <laughs> people attending, you know, the classes. And that's when I got my confidence boosted and I thought, oh, maybe I could, I could start, you know, thinking of doing math. And then later on in high school, also grade 12, when the penny dropped and uh, in calculus, I realized that everything I've learned in math was building up nicely in a nice puzzle, you know, and building up in a nice rewarding type of subject that so I could do this. I really now understand why I needed this concept. So this is when I really started to, to like math and not like math, not like the math only, but also teach math or help others understand math. Yeah. You're really living the dream today then. Yeah, no, it's my, that's my dream job. Yes, I always wanted to be a teacher. People around me judged me for that. So they said, how come you want to be a teacher? You want to deal with all those problems? So, I want to be a teacher and that's it and this is going to be my life and it happened that I was fortunate that my life is being a teacher <laughs> and working with with teenagers teaching is a call is not a job so you have to have this call also so if you take it as a job forget about it you could make much better money doing other jobs and having a much easier life yes from eight to five and goodbye as a teacher you you are not stopping at you know at three or three fifteen you do not stop with your teaching you continuously have to think about, you know, how did the lesson work? Did it work well? How were the students affected? They, did they take it well? How am I going to, you know, uh, deal with the, with, with the student that has an issue, a problem, you know? So there are so many things you, you are thinking continuously about. So it's not, it's not a job, it's, it's, it's a call, yeah. So if you have this call, you're going to know it soon and you are going to love your profession. If you don't have it, maybe do something else first. If things don't work, yeah, try to be a teacher, but you're not going to be happy. <laughs> and neither will your students. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I think it's, it's I, I think that the students, you know, read you very well yes and they understand pretty fast who they are dealing with mm -hmm. so going into that teaching isn't a an eight to five job what is your opinion of late night emails okay so um lately 
um, I become anxious getting so many late emails and having to respond to so many. So I prefer that one-to-one, you know, conversation that I have it in class or before class or after class, rather than having to respond to those emails. Yes. And I don't think it's only me that is feeling this way. I think the majority of the teachers, because we had to deal with all this back and forth emailing during that, you know, pandemic. So yes, I, if it's a, please help me, I'm stuck with this question type of email, I might be able to respond. But if it's a story about how you're not going to be able to write the test next day or why should I? Why should I have the the Moodles open for the next week? Uh, we have to talk personally. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. yeah. And then what time do you? You said you go to bed at twelve, right? Yeah. Do you have a, like a night care routine before then? Oh, it would be nice to have one. But uh, I I I try to read a book before going to to bed. Uh, unfortunately, after the first two pages, I I fall asleep. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> does not matter how how good the, of the book you know I, I read but uh, uh, but uh, yes I try to read something so not not internet no Facebook no uh, emails no something I try to disconnect and I try to get a, a, a paper copy of something that I want to read a good a good book I want to read <laughs> so you mentioned reading and are there any other aspects of your life like hobbies um, facts, truths, hopes that you want students to know? You know about my hobbies. I'm, I'm doing gardening, a lot of gardening. So that's a big part of my, my life, especially for the summer and in the spring, summer and the fall. Um, reading, listening to good music, any type of music that, you know, calms me down and, uh, you know, makes me interact with the nature in a different way. Uh, traveling, yeah. Depending. Now, lately, we didn't go anywhere due to all these conditions, but gardening. And it's like teaching students. So giving any plant a chance, you don't know <laughs> what, how you're going to be rewarded. So giving a little of a, of a small seedling a chance to grow and taking care of that plant. And you don't know what reward you might get from that plant. You'll be surprised. Everyone has their chance. Yes. So lovely. That's very poetic. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right. There's so much to learn from you just from these kinds of things related to wholesomeness in life. So let's just imagine for you, the board waived any like um, obligation to follow the math curriculum of grade 12, 11, 10. Would you change the way you teach? So I, I didn't feel the board's imposition of teaching a certain things. I'm lucky that I'm teaching the max program and we have more freedom in terms of the curriculum I'm, uh, you know, exposing my students to. I, I feel that I'm fine now. I don't need the board to, you know, I feel that <laughs> the curriculum is good enough, but it's up to the teacher to come up with good materials and, and good activities and good assignments for the students to, to help them learn and grow. That's yeah? a positive take. It should be. We should be all positive, yes? Okay. So we're going to branch off into what we call our quick fire meatballs. Oh my God. So this is going to be a period of two minutes where we ask you questions and you're going to reply as fast as possible, but as honestly as possible. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. All right. Three, two, one. All right. How do you like your coffee? 
<laughs> two cream, one sweetener. <laughs> right. What is the ideal Christmas or end of the year gift for you? A smile <laughs> and a thank you. <laughs> what was your first job? Teacher. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Canada. <laughs> what superpower do you wish to possess? I prefer to be a regular person. I mean, you're super enough as you are. Describe <laughs> yourself in one word. Like passionate. Passionate about life. Is yes. there such thing as a useless math unit? No. If you were to devote the rest of your life to philanthropy, what cause would you choose to focus on? Helping students, uh, helping children learn, uh, get access to, to education. Sweet. If you read Harry Potter, do you know your Hogwarts house? Oh my gosh. Uh, I read Harry Potter. Um, I don't think I could be a Slytherin, but... Uh, <laughs> It might. <laughs> if you were to write a book, what would it be about? About? Gardening. What would you like to see being sold at food day? At food day? Sold? Apple pie. <laughs> How old are you emotionally? Oh, emotionally? I'm pretty sure I'm 18. Because every time I look in the mirror, I, I, I ask myself, who is this old woman staring at me? <laughs> okay, that's time. All right. Okay. All right. So hopefully that kind of lightened the mood a bit. We'll continue on with a few lighter questions before we go into like some deep ones. Oh my goodness. This is yeah, it's, it's so long. Yeah. Long. Yeah. So what goes through your head when the bell rings? When the bell rings? Yes, by the end of the day. Gosh, I didn't get to finish the lesson. <laughs> We know that kids feel like falling asleep in class sometimes. Do you ever feel like falling asleep in your own classes? Um, I don't have the time. I'm all I'm up all the time. And, or maybe when students are writing a test and I have nothing to, to do. Yeah, that's when I feel like ah, a, a nap would be fine. But usually I don't have time to fall asleep. Yeah. Not yet. Yes. Maybe when I'm, when I'll be older, you never know. <laughs> Okay. And who named Google U Nation? I don't I, I think it was a joke. We were starting with Ford Nation and from there we moved towards Google U Nation. The students moved, yes. Jokingly. And it stick So it's pretty long standing and powerful. Oh yeah. <laughs> we could run for the mayorship of math. <laughs> yes. Alright, so now into a few deep ones. What words do you live by? What words do I live by? To be true to myself and to treat the others the way I expect to be treated. That's my way of living, yes. And there is karma in everything. <laughs> okay. When did Moodle start? Oh, Moodle started hmm, more than... When Moodle started, in, in the, in the, so when in the world they, they decided to introduce an education Moodle, as a tool to, you know, assess students and to optimize the way, you know, uh, students are evaluated. I think like five or six years ago, this, this is when I think it started. 
we were excited about the the capabilities of Moodle and we're trying to implement it in our teaching my husband and I so together and we decided to try to give it a try with my Mac students apparently at the beginning they they hate it <laughs> but they they learned to love it <laughs> so by the end yes apparently it was a success you know it helps students getting get a better understanding practice a little bit more rather than re the regular homework that sometimes is not getting done on time yes and i think tdsb had moodle before tried to implement moodle before but uh, the lack of enthusiasm and of the followers that it's, it's a it's a lot of work behind that so you have to, to set it up successfully and to run it properly you need at least two or three years to, of hard work to, to, you know, to give it a good run and to, to get through the troubleshooting, to find all the issues there. It's not easy, yes. Mm -hmm. So fewer people who are willing to commit to this because this is a different job altogether. The, the reward is great. When I yeah. see that my students understand this and they do it and they really get excited about the Moodle, yeah, that's the reason why I continue. If people were protesting and saying, no, Moodle anymore, done. Okay, I, I will have to quit and not use Moodle anymore. <laughs> okay. All right. So nearing our final notes, what is your general consensus on high school kids? Any like thoughts about them? Any wishes for them? High school kids are the same everywhere. So everywhere you go in the world, high school students, High schools, are, are, kids are the same, so they have same dreams, you know, same expectations about life, uh, same approaches, you know, same attitudes. So yeah, it's it's not so uh, you cannot put a label on the high school students. Say, oh, this is the way they they are trying to find themselves. You know, is the age where you discover who you are. Who do you want to be? Uh, how are you going to get where you want to get? Uh, how passionate do you want to be about life or not? So this is the time when people grow and discover each other's personalities. So you cannot put a label on a person at this stage. You have to give, you have to offer them the, the, the environment, you know, the right environment to grow and to, to be themselves. And to be happy, I don't know. I hope that this is what I'm doing. <laughs> and the advice is to try to know yourself better. Try to find your what uh, wakes you up. You know, so what what um, um, excites you? You know about life. What's what's your passion? And follow it. And then things are going to be fine. So once you find your passion and you follow it, you are going to be very successful. You're not going to feel that you're going to have to work for one day in your life. Yes, you're just living your passion and your life. Um, okay, 
I actually was very curious about this. Uh-huh. So sometimes in class, you joke about um, people having the ability to drop the course if they choose to. But do you think that to some extent it's important to struggle through math and give it a chance before oh, you Oh, definitely. Definitely. I so only by uh, struggling to uh, at something and, uh, and and being starting to be successful, yeah, you are going to get more confident in yourself. You are going to get empowered, yes, in your abilities and move on. If your life is easy, if your path is easy and you get everything and everything, it's boring, it's fine. But only by struggle, that's how I find it. So the reward is bigger when you struggle at the beginning and you get to realize, oh, I could do this. I'm, oh, I'm quite successful of this. And, and because I didn't give up, I, I kept, you know, practicing. I kept, you know, being persistent on, on the task I'm, I have, I'm supposed to be doing. That's, that's, and that's about life. Like you don't give up on things. You try and try. Of course, there, are, there might be times when you are not successful and you have to learn from the mistakes and you move on. Because if you la- let your li- the life, you know, uh, if you allow life to, to put you down, that's not, that's not a life to live. Yes, you have to be positive of your capabilities and confident that with some struggle, you are going to get to a better place. Yeah. yeah. Well. So I'm joking because I know that my students are not quitters, yes? Definitely not on you. Okay. We have to like really thank you for believing in us because before we have confidence in ourselves, the fact that we have con- you have confidence in us is yeah. the biggest thing. For but you have to allow yourselves to, to give it a try, yes? All right. So that essentially concludes the questions we have for you today. I want to, you know, thank you for the time you had to, you know, to learn more about your teachers, not only me, because I know that you also had uh, interviewed Miss Chavans and Miss Mancini. Yes. And keep doing this because, of course, your friends and your colleagues need to know, you know, that we are people like everyone else <laughs> and we have our struggles and we have our, you know, little moments of, you know, success and little moments of failure. And this is what humans are, you know, there are people who like you. Okay. Well, thank you for your time okay. and for your energy today, Ms. you Okay. It was a pleasure speaking to you, listening to you, laughing with you. Oh, thank you. We all, audience members included, I'm sure, can't wait to complete the experience by doing some math with you later on. For sure. (laughs) This is what is coming next. (laughs) Until then, this is Project Metropolis, signing off. Thank you.